0: Email customercare at laranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Hey all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to Bite Me, the show up at Edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host Marge and I just want to say thank you for listening. I know you probably have a lot more free time on your hands than you've been accustomed to and the fact that you're still choosing to spend some of that time with me really means a lot so I'm glad you're here and I hope you guys are doing well you're staying safe enjoying lots of edibles just managing to get through this challenging time I also happen to think Carol did it so moving on what a week it's been it's actually been pretty much more of the same as last week as it has probably been for many of you out there listening as well I ate all my dispensary edibles that I brought home from the weed shop that I was working at, however short that ended up being. I went back to making my own, of course, because I was much happier with uh, the quantity that I was making and the potency of my own home edibles. Honestly, the ones that I bought from the dispensary didn't do fuck all, so... There is that as nice as they were. The one, my only other real complaint about dispensary edibles, at least where I am, and this of course is probably different in certain places where some of the laws surrounding packaging and labeling are different. But where I am, a lot of those edibles have a ridiculous amount of packaging associated with them. So I bought a a box of peppermints, and they're quite nice, nice little peppermints. There's five in the box, because again, in Canada. It's 10 milligrams per package, which meant each peppermint was two milligrams. So it wasn't a lot. But in any case, there's five mints in this and they came in a box. It was probably, oh, I don't know, six inches long, two inches wide or whatever. And then when you open up the box, you slid out this, this plastic packaging that had an indent, small indent for the five small peppermints and so that was a lot of cardboard a lot of plastic for for a really small amount of edible items and that's one of my biggest complaints I think about some of the the legal stuff is that they just have so much packaging and in a time when we're trying to reduce waste and try and throw out less stuff and rely less on plastic this is kind of a fail in that regard so another if you needed another reason why making your own is good or in some cases better that's one right there. A lot less waste. You're not you're not buying items in a package. You're just going to toss out in the hopes that they get recycled. Because we all know that a lot of that stuff never gets recycled; just goes to a landfill. So that's my rant for the day about the legal edibles where I'm from. So what did I end up making last week? I made some delicious cookies. I made some more caramel sauce. I'm good, which I'm going to be using on some of the popcorn. I'll probably try the popcorn again too. But I. Did make another big jar of caramel sauce, and I put it in my coffee one day. I had a need for a little afternoon caffeine, pick me up, and I thought, what if I swirled some of this in there? And I talked about it before, but I did it, and it was really nice. It's a little buttery, if you don't mind that, but it does make give the the coffee a pretty rich, decadent taste. Obviously, it sweetens it a little bit as well. I usually drink my coffee pretty well black. But this was a really nice change for for a nice afternoon pick-me-up. And a couple of spoonfuls in it for the potency that I had was nice. I could sort of feel it a little bit. It was almost like a microdose. Not microdosing so much as that I didn't feel anything at all. I did feel a little bit. And it was just super relaxing. So that was a nice way to use some of that caramel sauce. And I still have lots more in my fridge that I'll be able to play around with. But if you've tried making it... Honestly, swirling it into coffee or black tea as well could be really nice too. If you want something different and you need a warm beverage in the afternoon or in the morning, hell, who cares right now, right? There's people drinking martinis first thing in the morning. Why not enjoy a little bit of cannabis in your coffee? That's what I think anyway, which brings me to this week's experiment What are we going to try this week? Well, if you're listening to this, you probably saw the title of the show, which would probably give you a pretty good idea. Not that I've actually written the title yet, but it usually pretty well indicates what I'm going to be talking about. Infusing salt and sugar. Now, I got this idea a while ago when I was at the Toronto Cannabis Cooking Company. I guess it's just the Cannabis Cooking Company, but they're based in Toronto, and they gave me at that time... Uh, the idea to infuse salt and sugar and it's something I never actually contemplated before most of the time I think of infusing fats and oils and and these types of infusions typically make the the cannabis far more bioavailable when you're using it because THC is fat soluble so You know, I never really thought of infusing something like that before, but suddenly when I heard the idea, I knew I had to try it out and it's taking me this long, but I have all the time in the world right now. So I finally did it and it didn't disappoint. I have a couple of nice jars of green, green salt and another jar of green sugar in my edibles pantry now that I'm going to be using for a few different things. And the great thing about infusing this is if you have the alcohol already made, it's pretty simple to do, which is nice because I know we're not looking for any more complexity in our lives right now. Essentially, and so this is the best one. This is a good one, a good recipe for you if you have a tincture already on hand. A couple of the recipes, I can't remember the recipe where I looked for one online just to get an idea of like how long to to bake it for. And some of the Have you decarbing and infusing your alcohol at the same time as you're going to be infusing your salt? And personally, I think this is a mistake. Why? Because your alcohol is not going to be very potent, and therefore your end result is not going to be very potent. And you do want a little bit of potency to it. I mean, you certainly don't want to have like a half teaspoon of sugar and have you blast off to Mars. But you want to be able to to have some potency so that makes it more useful as an infusion. So it would be really Highly recommended that you, if you don't have this alcohol infused already, to make the time to do it properly. So I made my alcohol with um, 100% of alcohol, which I managed to get my hands on. It can be harder to get in Canada and the States. You're looking for something like Everclear. And I made it in the Magical Butter Machine, which is one of the other great things about that machine is that you can infuse almost anything, including alcohol, and they have a setting for that. And I did it for the maximum amount of time. I think you could do it for four hours and eight hours. I've made it a couple times in the machine. I always opted for eight because I want to have as much time as possible. Um, You could probably also do it Green Dragon style if you wanted to, which is a little faster where you do the forced infusion with the whipped cream dispenser and a couple other steps there. I can link to that in the show notes as well. But a lot of the websites that I was looking at have you infusing alcohol by adding your cannabis into your alcohol, shaking it vigorously for five minutes over a total of 20 minutes, and then boom there you have your infusion. And while this might give you, you know, some potency, there's other other uh infusions that would have you basically doing the same kind of infusion except you're doing it over a month. You know give it a shake every day and let it sit on your counter for a month before you're using it for any kind of infusion. So I suppose the choice is yours. I personally feel like letting it infuse for a little longer you're going to get more value out of that tincture and a lot of these tinctures make quite a bit anyway. So when I've used tinctures for doing gummies or I'm trying to remember what else I've used tincture for recently, and I know I have, but I can't recall offhand. Oh, the bath bombs, actually. I think I use them for that. You know, you're using like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of tincture at a time, and that's not very much. So when you're making a couple of cups, it actually lasts quite a while. However, I know I used more when I made the infused salt and sugar. And essentially, you're taking your salt and your sugar, whichever one you're choosing. Some of the recipes just are just salt. Some of them are, are sugar, but the process is pretty well exactly the same. You add salt in a bowl, you add your tincture, you mix, and you spread it out on a pan, and some of that alcohol is going to evaporate in the heat when you put it in the oven, and that's pretty much it. I mean, talk about quick and easy. It doesn't take much time at all. I mean, you do have to wait for the for it to do its thing in the oven. That is true, but as far as ease of, of edibles goes, or infusions rather, that is pretty high up there on the list of easy. So if you already have the the tincture, like I said, this one's going to be super simple for you to do. You're just throwing in two ingredients together, spreading it out on a pan and letting some of the alcohol evaporate. Now my sugar turned out a little green, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I've never made this before, so we'll see how it goes, but I do have some plans for it. Of course, the one thing I would caution is that the alcohol is evaporating a little bit, You really don't want to be doing this in a gas oven. I repeat, don't do this in a gas oven, please, for the love of God. The last thing you need while you're in quarantine is to blow up your kitchen or something like that. I don't know how likely that is, but I'm certainly not one to want to test it out. And I am going to let you know right now, folks, I have a gas oven. So I had to do a little workaround. And what I did is I actually own a dehydrator. It wasn't a very expensive one. I think I got it off of Amazon. We wanted it for a specific purpose a little while ago, and I've used it a few times since for other things. Works pretty good. It wasn't a particularly expensive one, but I can link to that one in the show notes if you have you know, the desire or need to dry out fruits or vegetables or preserve them right now. Everyone's looking to do a little more hands-on, cooking from scratch type of stuff, but it can be ha- handy for a few different purposes. And I basically made the mixture, which does come out like pretty wet sand, And it had a tray in the, in the dehydrator that was solid. So nothing would fall through. I put it in there at the desired temperature. There you go. And it was a pretty low temperature and you can just let it run for a while. I'm trying to remember what temperature I used it at, but it was probably like 150 maybe. And you wouldn't be doing anything too high in your oven either. So it might be around the same, but I'll double check on that and put a link to the show notes for something that you guys can follow along. But when you put it in the dehydrator, you can also, or in the oven for that matter, check on it, see if it gets, because you're obviously trying to get it dry. It turns out pretty dry in the end. So there you have it. That's pretty easy. If you have the gas oven, opt for something like the dehydrator. It's another method. The dehydrator was a great alternative, something handy to have on hand. Of course, for many people, the idea of getting a whole new appliance just for one purpose can seem a little crazy especially right now when maybe you're trying not to spend any money so granted that's fair but it was just an alternative if you had a gas oven you really want to try this out because honestly don't do it if you have a gas oven if you have an electric oven you're fine but I really like the idea of this and of course you can use it anything you could use infuse salt or sugar for you could use that's what makes it so versatile you could put it in your, again, uh, instead of caramel, you could you put it in your uh, coffee or tea or whatever beverages you're using. I think I'm going to try to be making some hard candies with mine. I finally got myself a thermometer, a candy thermometer, so I don't melt it again while I'm trying to make something. I'm going to try making some hard candies. We'll see. The trick will be to find a recipe that's good for someone like myself. Who hasn't really made a lot, spent a lot of time making things like hard candy. So I'm pretty new to that. But it's something fun to try while I have the time. And while I have a ton of infused sugar. But honestly the ideas are endless really. Is what you could do with sugar and, and salt. Uh, this is just something to give you ideas for something new to try. And if you do give it a try. Email me at bite me podcast at fastmail.com. And let me know how it turned out. And what you plan to use yours for. I'd love to. hear it because this one is a little different. Now that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's episode. Short and sweet I know but by the time you're getting this we're only gonna be days away for 420. I know it doesn't really feel the same this year but that means we are getting to the conclusion of the listener contest. I will be announcing the winner on 420 So I'll probably do that by email. So obviously, if you have joined the contest, you would get the email and it'll be on next week's show as well. What do you have to do to enter, you ask? Well, I'm glad you did ask. And I'm going to tell you, you just go to bitemepodcast.com and you scroll to the bottom. I think it's right on the homepage. Scroll to the very bottom. You'll see a spot where you can put in your email for getting newsletter updates, which I will not send too often. So I won't be cluttering up your inbox with anything useless. So don't worry about that. Spam sucks. I certainly don't want to be part of that problem in the world. But if you put in your email, then you'll be entered to win a magical butter machine. And believe me, they are wonderful devices to have in your arsenal if you're making a lot of edibles at home. Like today's recipe, Infusing alcohol just got so much easier when you have a magical butter machine, and I am in no way linked to this company. I don't get paid for them. There's no affiliate links or anything like that. I just happen to really like the machine. I've had mine for several years. It, it's fantastic. It's easy to use. It holds You can make a lot at the same time, and that's one of the benefits because doing small batches of infusions can get pretty tedious if you're making making edibles a lot. want to be able to make a little bit and have it in your pantry ready, ready on hand for when you need it. It can be easily accomplished with a magical butter machine. So I use mine a lot. There is that to look forward to next week at least in these weird, weird times. I also did add a new page on the website if you want to check that out as well. It's listener stories. So I've shared a couple of listener stories that I write to you guys that came to me via email and I put them up there in case you ever wanted to go back and read up on them they're under the resources page I think so you can go I encourage you to go check that out seeing as you're going to be over there anyway to enter the contest why not I am thinking about putting something on the website that would allow allow someone to go on and uh, like leave a voice message actually which might work well quite well with this show so I'm playing around with that that will be something to look forward to if it happens to work sometimes technology doesn't always work or play nice together. So it'll depend on a few different things, but if I get it to work, that should be fun. So watch out for that as well. And what else is new? I don't know if there's much else. I just hope you guys are taking care. You're staying safe. You're self-isolating and social distancing, what have you. You're not going too stir crazy. And again, if you want to talk about anything, shoot me a line at bite at fastmail.com. I always love to hear from you guys until next week friends stay high